friends, come one, come all, on a magical, relatable peek into the lives of the Williamsers as they prepare for the most wonderful time of the year. Tell them about Mr. Christmas. Well, we have Mr. Christmas in LA. He's quite, I mean, Mr. Christmas does every celebrity's tree. And he does our tree. Uh, this week, a buoyant from finding himself at number one in the UK album chart, Robbie and Ida are tackling the decorations at home in the English countryside. Well, uh, not themselves, obviously, but they are yearning for those simpler times where the rest of us reside who still trim our own trees. The other thing, too, is we don't own any ornaments because, you know, it's like they come in and they put this beautiful tree up and then they 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 take it down and they take all their beautiful ornaments with you. Money took that from them, but it will never take the Williams's appreciation for other British boy bands. I love East 17. We had a rivalry with them when we were growing up. They hated us and we knew that they existed. And when it comes to Christmas trees and children, Robbie gets schooled by his seven-year-old daughter. You're keeping that tree. That's okay, right. we'll keep that tree. Mommy's only joking. I didn't want to get rid of it. Now, my friends, uh, the language can get a little fruity around here. So if you have little ones listening, please be warned. Frankly, Mr. and Mrs. Williams might not make the good list this year, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We begin with Robbie, Ida and Nana Gwen sharing which are their favourite decorations to loan from someone else to nestle in their evergreen tree. So here we are, another podcast. I know. Another day, another dollar. I know. Um, we're going to be talking about Christmas decorations a, today. A subject I really like talking Don't about. Don't know how we're going to get half an hour out of that. <laughs> oh, but, I'll, I'll, I'll find a way. But somehow we will manage it. We Thank will. God we've got someone on hand that can talk the hind legs. <laughs> Shut up. Off the donkey. No, I'm talking about your mum. Oh, we're talking about Gwen. Yes, Gwen's yeah. here. Gwen, by the way, is also a.k.a. Simsy. So yeah, you've you know called me? her Simsy before. Which is, well, it's my middle name. And those dear listeners at home might not know I why Gwen, but I thought Simsy. But who the heck is Simsy? I thought her name was Gwen. Who is this lady? I know, she is very confusing. A woman with many names. Mom, would you like to quickly explain why the name Simsy, why your nickname is Simsy? It, it means little sister in some obscure... Uh, German dialect from the Black Forest, and it's because <laughs> cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, naturally, my uncle was trapped behind enemy lines for five years as a child in World War One, and he came out of it calling my mother Simsy, which does mean little sister, and meant that to him. Because it was so his when sister. my brother heard that name at one point, he said, "If I ever have a little sister, I want to call her Simsy." I like that he, your name is from the Black Forest because it is so obscure, and you and yourself are a bit obscure, so it well, works. Well, yeah, I pride myself on that. Thank you. Gwen, so what's your favorite Christmas tree decoration? Just, just while we're on um, the topic, I just I never asked you that. I like a good tree topper. Do nothing, you like nothing a, too religious? Maybe well, I was going to ask you: Do you like a traditional angel? Do you like uh, Santa? Do you like a star? Rudolph, maybe, or a star? Rudolph tree topper. I've not ever seen which that. figure from history, dead or alive, would you put at the top of the tree? Michelle Obama. She would be great. A well, when they Christmas go low, party. she goes high. That makes sense. So while she's up there, she, she can might just well go on top the of tree. our tree. I would yeah. love a Michelle Obama Christmas tree topper, and I would like her to come to our Christmas party. That's what I was thinking. In fact, I would happily have her be our unofficial third in our relationship. That's how much I love Michelle Obama. I think I prefer a pop on Obama myself. You want a pop on Obama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can have them both. Who would you like on top of uh, the Christmas tree? 
Um, maybe one of the Spice Girls because it'd be kitsch. Let's put Victoria on top because she's really fashionable. Okay. And she's thin, so it's an inspiration. So when we're eating the Terry's chocolate orange, we look up at our thin Christmas tree chopper. A sense of guilt will overwhelm us, and we'll put the chocolate down. Yeah, but Because you know she's not having any. It will inspire our New Year's resolutions. That's right. So uh, I think I'd go with Donald Trump. What? Yeah. Why? How can we go from Michelle Obama to Donald Trump? Because when you go high, I go low. You go low. Yeah, yeah. Can we just keep it Christmassy? Okay. Can we just have a... A, a, a fucking reindeer on top. I'll have Morecambe and Wise on the top of mine. Thank you. That's there a better choice. Thank you very much. Just so I've got this straight, at the moment, Robbie and Ida's tree is balancing Victoria Beckham, the Obamas, Morecambe and Wise, and Donald Trump all at the top. Quite the collection, or to put it in spice language, posh, inspirational, funny, and orange, as ginger was already taken. <laughs> and now, where were we? Ah, yes! Ida's taking us back to a time before she arrived and brought Christmas joy into Robbie's house. Well, I mean, I think I, when I met you, babe, you know, the house was, you know, Fifty Shades of Brown. And there was there was not much love put into the inside of the house. We didn't even sleep in the master bedroom. We slept in a guest bedroom because the master bedroom was like a combination of like leftover junk, a disco ball, and like a makeshift cardboard studio. It was like it was like the place where things go to die. And we slept in like a little side bedroom. And there was no hint of your personality, no joie de vivre. There was just kind of just pukey brown everywhere. Mm. If my house before I met you Christmas was a song, it would be, it's Christmas time. <laughs> it would be that. Do you know what I song think, I'm singing? No, I don't, but I think it'd be sadder than was, that. Was, was, uh, it'd was, be something from Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> was, um, was that not a big song in America? No, much like yours, no. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Ow. <laughs> Sorry. When you go low, I, I go, go ow. Sorry, that was unnecessary. Take that, strike that from the record, Your Honor. See, do you not know? Do they know it's Chris, Christmas oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time I, at yeah, all? Yeah, we do. That's my house before I met you. Do we know it's Christmas time? And Anna Gwen's been remarkably quiet this week. I almost miss her. You didn't know Christmas joy existed. Like you'd forgotten. Yeah, and you, you were and so now disconnected. Do you know what it is? What is it now? Um, I don't know. Deck the halls. With... Deck the halls. I Deck saw my... the halls with bells of holly. No, I suppose it's uh, I have plenty at Christmas. I like that. Thanks, darling. I, I think I'm coming down with a Christmas cold. Are you? Yeah. Well, that's not fun. We don't need coming down with a Christmas cold. No. You're not fun when, you, when you've got a cold. No. We need Santa to be on good form. Well, then sugar is what I need. I think sugar is what I think I need to pump your veins full of Terry's chocolate orange. Oh, yes, sugar. The common treatment for a cold are the Williamses. Let's see how that works. In the meantime, Robbie Grinch is bar humbugging about that common complaint we have at this time of the year. The dilemma of too many Christmas trees. We have too many Christmas trees, and one of the too many Christmas trees is actually in our bedroom. And then you have made us have an evening where we decorate that tree. Oh, I love that. No, here's the thing with the tree. Let me explain. Because we have a very fancy tree that we put up, and it's like 14 feet tall, and it takes like three people to light the thing and decorate it. 
So we have the fancy tree in the drawing room and then we have the family tree in our room. And my, my point being in that is that is that when I was a kid, it was so much fun to actually dress the tree and you'd put it up with your family and you'd play music and you'd string the lights. And there was a ritual with that. But because we're so fancy pants and we have this big fancy tree. Tell them about Mr. Christmas. Well, we have Mr. Christmas in LA. He's quite, I mean, Mr. Christmas does every celebrity's tree and he does our tree. And he comes in with a merriment. You can of, hardly get him. You can hardly, he's hard to book. You got to book Mr. Christmas like, Way in like four months in advance. And then he has these really handsome gay men stringing, they're called elves and you have to refer to them as elf, elf Bob, elf Steve. And they're in the house and they're dressing the banisters and the tree. And it's like a whole team that come in, which obviously I could not do that myself. I feel but, like you get graded as well by Mr. But like, Christmas. But like, but like how much you're willing to spend on yes. your tree. Oh, Mr. Christmas things were cheap. Let me yeah. just tell you. Because like, he's like, darling, you could do this and we can have trees and some birch. And I'm like, ooh, I think we need to rein that in, Mr. Christmas, because I've got Mr. North as my husband. Yeah. And, you know, you know, it's like Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Well, they have gone all out, haven't they? Jessica and Justin. And you're like, oh, God. Doesn't well, he do he did, the Kardashians? He did break America. Um, yeah, they do the Kardashians. I mean, they make you feel poor when you drink. You're like, but can we just, just, want, just one tree there? We can do fake for the rest. Now, hang on a minute, girls and boys, and I'd, uh, this feels like a good time to remind you all that Christmas is what you make it. And be with the people you love, if you can. And that may or may not involve this Mr. Christmas and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Where's his Christmas album? Ah, oh, there it is, relegated to 1998, when NSYNC gave the world their winter album classic. My thing is, it, it dawned on me a couple years ago that my kids will miss out on the joy of actually decorating the tree themselves because it's just like comes ready, delivered, and pretty. And while it's beautiful, there's no connection to the process. So I thought, no matter how messy and sloppy and whatever it looks like, it's really fun for the And they get so into it where we play the Christmas music, we put up decorations that we've made, little hodgepodge kitsch things, and we string it with a garland. And it's just like... I'm not, thing, I'm not on board. I think you being a ridiculous and a, a, a bit of a, a, a Scrooge. I know, I I don't, don't you remember decorating I'm judging tree. myself. You should. While I say that. But I always think, <laughs> Well, the good news is you don't usually participate much in it anyway. No, I don't. I come and put the odd thing on. Yeah, but they get I, really excited. I, I tell you what, I love watching you do it. Thanks. Yeah, I do, yeah. Do you know what I'm sad about being... I really love our, or the other thing too, is we don't own any ornaments because, you know, it's like they come in and they put this beautiful tree up and then they, they, they take it down and they take all their beautiful ornaments with you. And part of the thing I remember too about Christmas was not only the ornaments that you made and your family made that you'd see every year putting back up on the tree was there was this, there was this connection to the memories of each piece. I've got an idea. What? Why don't we get some like bog standard, uh, uh, Christmas decorations. Yeah. And when everybody arrives at the house. We decorate them. We decorate them yeah. and then put them on the tree. On the family tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've already got, because what I like to do with the kids, a tradition. I'm bang on board for that. A tradition I started a couple years ago when we started doing the family tree was. Where was I? You you were in a, a haze on the couch dreaming of chocolate and FIFA. Okay. I made, remember we had the polystyrene balls no. and we dipped them in the glitter. 
No. We use them still. I, I get the balls. It's part of like the gingerbread thing. I get the kids. I get a bunch of glitter and some glue, and we roll them in poly. We roll them in glitter, yeah. and then I add little bows, yeah. and you hang them on the tree, and they last a season or two. But they're fun to make. I have zero recollection of that. Wow, where have you been in our memories? Don't know. Don't know. Um, so anyway, and then the tree kind of glitters, and the kids get excited, and it's oh look, there's our beautiful Teddy. Do you like it when we make the um, the glitter Christmas ornaments for the tree? Do you remember that? It's fun, right? Do you like do you like our family tree that we do? Yeah. Yeah, Daddy wants to take it away. Dad. He says it doesn't mean anything to him. Well, it does to us, so think about that. Okay. Ah. <laughs> he just got crushed. Wow. <laughs> See? Wow. That, it means something to them. That's okay, right. we'll keep that tree. Mommy's only joking. I didn't want to get rid of it. Bloody days. <laughs> Just out of my interest, how yeah. many Christmas trees are we having this year? Two. One in here and one where? In the drawing room. Okay, great. It's it's like he's from some programs from the 70s. I'm like Wagatha, Wagatha Christie. You're like Wagatha Christie. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Wanker for Christie. It Christy. was dot, dot, dot. Wanker for Christie. Five Christmas trees. Yeah. Okay, so there we have it. Nana Gwen has got to go. She's got to take the kids to gymnastics. Merry Christmas, everyone. Nana Gwen's going to come with you, baby. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Enjoy the Christmas present as much as I do. And Who are you talking to? I'm just saying goodbye. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Nana Gwen. Thank you. No, thank you. Nana Gwen. So while the kids are bouncing around a gym, Robbie and Ida are left home alone to bounce around ideas about how best to accessorize a tree trimming. My favorite thing to do when we're decorating the family tree, which is something carried over from the Heston's tree decorating parties, um, it's the music and the food that go along with the tree because everyone's, either you're drinking mulled wine or eggnog or in your case, orange juice, um, and you've got the gingerbread cookies and the, the chocolates There's one out. song that's synonymous with Christmas, but it's not an actual Christmas song. Really? And what is you that? won't have shared this moment because you're culturally inept. Thank you. From a cultureless... Uh, uh, I come from a cultural vacuum, I believe you're trying yes, to say. Yeah. Exactly. And that is E17, Stay Another Day. Yeah, we didn't know them. We didn't have E17. They're coming now. That's just them. Is in that the car. E seventeen? Baby, if you've got to go away, don't think I can take the pain. Won't you stay another day? It's weird. It's one of I love the song and I and I, I love E seventeen. We had a rivalry with them when we were growing up. They hated us and we knew that they existed. <laughs> Ooh, uh, shade even now. No, uh, Ooh. But, but I tell you what, they had some absolute belters of tunes. Ooh, Robbie, uh, can I join in? I love a bit of E17. Everybody, everybody in the house of love. Or oh, what about when the thunder calls you from a mountain high? It's time to spread your wings and fly. Mm, I'm not actually sure that's advisable. Anyway, brilliant thunder sound effects in that one. Apologies, I digress. They were like, take that on drugs, which but is you actually were on like drugs. what I was like. I was about to say that you were, that was yeah. you. Just didn't come out of the music. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. I, yeah, I, when we decorate the tree, I mean, that's the whole thing is like, it's a whole evening activity is playing the music, eating the food, drinking, and dressing it. Another song you won't know. What? Is this just what I don't know? Another song you won't know, but you yeah. should because actually I probably... Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell you right now. I didn't know Angels when I met you. No, I nor know. did I know Take That. No, so I, I probably won't know this. That's what you pretended. Right. Uh, to get me. Now, to your get... Feet, now your feet are under the table. <laughs> It's Ida Three Trees. Ida Three Trees. So another two, song, and the Brazzles oh, are having babe, three. Another song <laughs> that you 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 don't know which you should. And I actually had a couple of incredible moments with this song that just got me so bang into the spirit of Christmas. And it's slightly off the beaten track. It's yeah. very very Radio Two. Yeah. But it, it I I don't know what it is about this song, but I absolutely love it. Chris Rea driving home for Christmas. How does that go? Driving home for Christmas, I can see the tits are lighting. Oh, babe, I've got to play it to Will you. you play I don't know that one. It's such a lovely song. You know what? Another song that um, gets me in the Christmas feels that's yeah. slightly off the beaten track too is uh, The Waitress's Christmas Rapping. How does that go? Merry Christmas. Merry oh, I Christmas. love that song. I 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 song. just with song. Three members of Take That. Yeah. Still works. Okay. But I love that song. I'm a big fan of that song. Actually. I, I, can you cover it? I'd really like you to cover that. Like if you ever do another Christmas album. Yeah. Like. like Who should I cover it with? If the if the banana returns to R Rama, then I'm in. Right. Otherwise, I will put my hat in the ring. Do you know, <laughs> you, actually, people at home, people at home that are familiar with that song, uh, Christmas Rapping by The Waitresses, just go on Google and uh, check out the lyrics to that song. They're absolutely insane. Okay. Okay. It, it's it's like someone on Adderill just talking about what they're doing that day. I check like it the, out. Okay, I've noticed a running thing that all the Christmas songs you like are not only off the beaten path, but seem like they're drug related. Like E17 was Take That With Drugs, Bananarama. Uh, with the waitresses, it seems like they were on drugs. I'm just, I'm just, it's just. Driving over Christmas didn't get a druggy reference. No. Anyway. But two out of three. I'm druggy Williams. You're druggy Williams. Do you know what? I the... wish you could be Christmas every day is a good song. Because I feel like that. Yeah, I've covered Thanks. that. Oh. Um, I've covered that. That's on Robbie Williams. This Christmas present. This Christmas present. Two discs for the price of two. Um, <laughs> okay, there's, there's some people that have, made a fist at recording a Christmas record that becomes the fabric of every Christmas from now until the end of time. Because the only real, all-encompassing, world-beating Christmas song of the last 25 years 
has been Mariah Carey. Yeah, that's that's the heavyweight champion. And I love that song. It's a good I, song. I never tire of it. Never get bored of it. I'm not gonna lie. It. I want you to knock her off her pedestal. Pedestal. But, you know, whatever diva stool she's on with that Christmas song. I love that song. It's a staple. But what I was trying to get to was some people have raised their fist mm -hmm. and gone, no, I'm going to stamp my authority on Christmas. And the people that ever so nearly did it, that I would say completed 85% of the 100% Christmas wish for a all-time incredible song, yeah. is The Darkness with Christmas Time, Don't okay. Let the Bells End. Uh -huh. See uh -huh. what they did being British there? Yeah. Don't let the bells end. Yeah, I get it. Bell end. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Oh, okay. Um, over the last 25 years or whatever it's been since Mariah Carey released the last... Has it really been 25 years since she put that song out? I Probably, yeah, I guess wow. so. I'm guessing it's 88 or 90. I feel way 90. too young to be involved in something that was 25 Name years ago. Name a Christmas song in that time. Well, the Michael Bublé Christmas album, not to... Yeah, but it's all covers. Yeah, true. A new song. I mean, she really has, uh, since the Mariah Carey song, I cannot think of a song that has reached that level of Christmas What epicness. is wrong with people? Why don't they want to do that? I don't know. <coughs> uh, Robbie, I shall refer to you again to NSYNC's The Winter Album and tracks such as Kiss Me at Midnight and Under My Tree. As I said earlier, classic or on reflection, a cautionary tale of music from a time gone by. And for once, the Williamses are about to get on to an interesting point. Is Christmas music inherently uncool? Nay, say I. Nay, sirs, in fact. I go as far to say that releasing new Christmas music is inherently brave. Bravo to all who do so. And so say Robbie and Ida. I think somehow people think Christmas is uncool or it's not cool to they do. They definitely do in England. But it's but in America, as an American, I don't have that same filter because there isn't like the same kind of, oh, well, pop music's bad and rock music's great. Like there isn't that... It's like maybe because we're so culturally vapid, we don't have the layers to absorb that. But we, That's right. but we, I, we just kind of go like, right on, man. You know, like Christmas, fucking cool. You know, like Christmas is so big and awesome. That's the thing because I've been doing like interviews for my Christmas record, the Christmas present available now, and um, people have been going, so, what? It's a Christmas album, really? Why? Why like have I you truly... done it now? No, but let me answer. Let me tell you, yeah. and like. That I don't think they know that Ariana Grande did one. Justin Bieber did one. Paloma Faith did one, didn't she? Uh, no, Sia did one. Sia, that's it, Sia. Loads of people, most they people tried. do. I think just culturally it means something different There's in like America. Real... So yeah. that is probably why I've answered my own question. People think it's a naff and I'm walking towards the naffness I think it's in awesome. my career. I tried to no. gallivant away think, from the naffness. Listen, I think if you buy into it naff, then you become naff. But if you realize that it's all music and it's all entertainment, and it's all about feeling great or feeling a different way than when you set off just at the start of the song, then then it's all the same and it's all amazing. Like if you put on a great Christmas album and it makes you feel incredibly Christmassy and warm and loving towards your family and festive, how is that even naff? That's awesome. That's like win-win. You know, if I sit down and I listen to a song and I'm feeling sad and there's a song that I play that makes me feel better or that the person understands my pain, that's a win. See, None of it's naff, whether it comes in pop form, rock form, rap form. I don't get it. 
people see, some people sort of like form their sensibilities in what we would term the fourth year, which is like 14 and 15, where you get a sense of who you are and what you aren't musically, mm -hmm. and it becomes congealed and sort of hardwired. And then you carry that fourth year around with you for the rest of your life. If you're lucky, you can get rid of, of that, that those sensibilities and just, just embrace everything that you really, really it's love. It's just such a sharp judgment call and limitation. I like, I just don't like, I, like I say, okay, I don't really like country music, but if I were to hear a great country tune, I go, oh yeah, that's cool. You know, it's, I don't have the same kind of, um, you know, what do you call them? Blinders on for. Thank the Lord. That's why we're married. I think as you get older, the more you realize how big the world is, not how small the world is. I think you realize what's out there and there's different cultures and ways of thinking. And if you stay in a 14 year old mindset of like, well, that's lame, you know, like this is fucking stupid. Then it's like you're completely shut off to 95% of the experiences. Whereas if you just open yourself up to it and go like, hey, what makes me feel great? What do I like? What do I love? What's out there? You just get like a whole rainbow of fun. That's what I'm talking about, darling. Because people say to me, what are your guilty pleasures? So I don't musically. So I don't I I don't agree with the premise. No. Like, because none of my pleasures are I don't deem them to be naff or uncool yeah. or whatever. Well, people go, you know, when we say, Oh, we like watching reality television. Oh, it's so naff. It's like, well, but it kind of makes us laugh and we like it. It's like there's no judgment. I don't think it's a guilty pleasure watching it. Because I'm not I don't feel guilty watching it. I just go, Oh, this is interesting. This is an interesting observation on social behavior and human dynamics. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's and like it's entertaining. And it's entertaining. Stuff. And I put it in the same category as I would a movie I like with Robert De Niro if that makes me feel really Do you know excited. what I'm going to get for Christmas for you? What? A soapbox. Love it. So you can stand on it on Speaker's Corner. Thank you. And tell everybody to get rid of their 14-year-old sensibilities. Do you know what I think we should do, babe? Because we're talking, talking about Christmas. Talking about decorations. Well, we're talking about decorations. We're talking about music. I would like to go over my plans with the outside with you because I don't want you to get mad because you know I like to go a little light crazy and figure crazy out there. And I have had my moments of a Griswold family Christmas, but there's 74 acres here and I obviously can't dress them all. So if you would do- So me, relatable. So relatable. So relatable. relatable yeah, Relatable, again. man of the people. Um, is if we could go outside and I could run through some of my kind of fairy light aspirations with you and nutcracker dreams and you could just A-okay it. Come on then, I'll bring the mental calculator with you me. Bring See the how much this is going to cost me at Christmas. Just remember, you can't put a price on joy. You can put a price on 74 acres, though, and I imagine it's a pretty penny, decorated or otherwise. Prizing themselves out of their bijou tiny house, let's follow Robbie and Ida as they take a stroll around their small garden to figure out how to make it even more quaint. It's nice because normally we we have Christmas in um in LA and it's it's one of those weird things because it's it's warm in LA for Christmas so yeah. you kind of have to create the merriment which is I think where my Griswold family Christmas thing is is where I put up all these reindeer and Santas so it feels quite wintry but here it's actually very wintry and cold so the good news is. 
there's less budget to be spent on ambiance because England's Ooh. already bringing the winter ambiance here. Oh, I'm sure you'll find a way. <laughs> I will find a way. That's the good news. Yeah, yeah. I will always find a way. Yeah, there can always be more ambiance. I can always find a way yeah. to to buy and spend and yeah. and and charge more. I was thinking. So, so dear listener, you you greet us here mm -hmm. outside of our house. Very cookie. Looking isn't it? back on it, it looks like uh, a house from a chocolate box. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't it indeed. So, uh, what are your plans? I'd love to have a drawing of it one day. Um, I'll do that. Will you do that? Yeah, I'll will do you that. you do art now? Um, well, Norm, you know, listen, if, if, if budget were no boundaries, this whole thing would be lit like a space station. But since that's not possible, and I know you'd get mighty pissed off if I did that. Yes. I, um... I would like to put some lights on that tree or a bobble or two. Let me grant you that wish. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I will, though, because I, I still think... Hey, that's one of your wishes gone. Ba well, no. Bang for buck. I'm going to focus the money on the inside because because it's so cold, that's where we'll be spending our time. Okay. I, I might put some fairy lights over the doorway right there. Bang. Bang. You've got that. That's in the uh, Christmas bag. I believe two nutcrackers by the side of the door. Hold on a second. Yeah. You were saying that you were going to spend the money on yeah. the inside. Yeah, you got nutcrackers by the fairy side. Fairy tale. I'm not putting them there. Fairy lights on there. I'm not fairy putting lights the fairy on. lights there. Have, do we own nutcrackers? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Knock we yourself do now. out. We do now. No, but have we got nutcrackers? No, I had to buy nutcrackers. But they We've were got nutcrackers in the States. Yeah, but they're in the States. It would cost more than nutcrackers cost to bring them over here. That's the thing about having multiple houses was so relatable. I know, so relatable. Down is that you have to because have nutcrackers, the people. Nutcrackers are a couple hundred dollars, but to ship them is like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So can't, 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 can't we make them? No, babes. Okay. Well, you can make nutcrackers, but I wouldn't recommend it. Very fiddly. And Ida was right. Enormously expensive, whatever the size, to ship around the world if you do have multiple houses. Try getting the big ones on a sleigh. It's not easy. And Rudolph always complains about the extra weight. <laughs> so, so nutcrackers, tick. Tick. Yeah. Okay. Pick so your battles. Pick Go. your battle. Yeah, pick nutcrackers, your battles. Nutcrackers, tick. Um, yeah. Uh, well... I don't have much. I think there's going to be a few. We might have some leftover from six Christmases ago. Do we? That would be handy. A reindeer or two or an owl lit up might might be out there. Do we already own them? We own some owls and a fox. I don't know if we have deer. We don't need deer if we've no, got I an owl and a fox. We're going to go with what we got. We're go with, go with what, what we come got. Come on, slap my hand. Slap my hand. Yes. There's going to be animals lit up, but not many. Maybe four. As opposed That's to a lot of animals. Four? We only need two to go, you know... This represents animals. It's a big-ass property, man. I know, but you've just said, I'm not going to do much. I'm going to spend it on the inside. We've already yeah. got two uh, Nutcracker soldiers Yeah. that I didn't know were invited. But, babe, you got to have Nutcrackers at Christmas. Right? Okay, okay, so... so it's called the Nutcracker. Okay, Nutcrackers at the door. Two. Uh, at the moment, you're cracking my nuts, mm -hmm. eh? Bada-bing. Bada-bing. Yeah, go on. And then a couple of animals. Yeah, that's it. That's not being lit up by anything. I have no plans for lights on the outside. Okay. Now, last the, time the we had a Christmas here, we had, uh, we had a, sign that said a, sign, a sign that says twat. If I can find with that, an arrow. that's going up. I don't know where it is, but we definitely need to have the twat. That's part of our Christmas tradition is the twat sign. Yes. With the arrow pointing to us. Okay, so outside of the house, let me just go over your order with you, madam. Yeah. And I'll, 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 I'll start shipping out for um, quotes. So on the... 
tree just outside the... No, I don't have lights set up for there. What I said, I would like lights there, but I'm not going to. Oh, so that was the battle you were giving me? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. That's And that's more expensive than four friggin' animals. They're like 50 quid. Now, let's be honest. We go back to the back garden. Nothing's happening there. There's no plans. But can you imagine if I Griswold family Christmas, that wall garden? Be fucking epic. Yeah. We're not doing it. We don't I'm have to saying. go there. We can imagine it. Well, let's go there. Let's go look at it. Because, you know, for the shoot, we had the life-size Wally, which I'd like to bring out. Can we not go there? It's literally 20 steps. Is that too far for you? It's just, I know it's going to cost me money and it's all the way around there. But it's not because I'm not actually going to do anything. I want to, but I'm not going to. Oh. Old Ida would have. New Ida doesn't. Yeah. New Ida thinks about bathroom renovations instead. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what alcoholics do when they're uh, trying to stop drinking? What? They drink all the drinks. Right. And then, like, they go down to, like, white wine spritzer. Oh, so And they're like, I'm not drinking. I'm having a white wine spritzer. <laughs> You're on the white wine spritzers yeah. right now. Well, I'm not even. I don't even have spritzer left. If there was a house built for Christmas, this is a house built for Christmas. I yeah. mean, babe, look at it. I mean, can you imagine just shitloads of Santas and snowmen and fairies and trees in here? Yeah. If you ever, like, you know, I don't know, Ed Sheeran it again. Can we, can we... What, become as successful as I once was yeah. back in the 90s? Yeah, if you do that, can we just light, light this plate? Zed's plate? dead, baby. Zed's dead. Zed's dead. <laughs> can we not, like, just have one blowout Christmas where we just light this fucker up? Can we just... Yeah, I promise. Just one Christmas where we just, balls to the wall, just... just be Chuck, seen just, from the just, just be space center. Gaudy and disgusting and just... Houston, uh, there's uh, something Christmas happening in, over Wiltshire that I think you need to be made aware yeah, of. Yeah, like one of those, like where they see it from space and you're like, what the heck? Yeah, like, yeah. like the wall of China. Can we one day, like while the ki kids still believe, can we just, can we just light this fucker up? Uh, yeah, we can light this fucker up. I'm just okay. going around with the mental calculator, yeah. that's all. That's yeah. all I'm doing. Yeah. If I'm a bit quiet, it's because I'm just uh, the fear is setting doing in. Doing figures. <laughs> the fear is setting in. Gentle people, let us hope that sales of Robbie's Christmas album are robust. Otherwise, I fear the decorations will be sparse outside their country mansion this year. Let us head back inside. Whoa! <laughs> to the warmth of the family budget negotiations. Now that you've got your mental calculator and we've gone outside and we've looked at the Christmas decorations, are you feeling pretty good about things? From sitting in the sofa to going up outside with you and then coming back, I think I'm about 800 quid lighter. You're welcome. You're welcome. I think that You walk, said you wanted to feel thinner and yeah, there you go. Your, I think, your wallet is lighter. I think that My walk pleasure. has cost me 800 pounds. I don't think it's cost you 800 pounds, but... Well, how much are two nutcracker figurines? A couple hundred. Each. Well, it's like 400 in. 400. So there's 400. Then we've got four nod in electric. So two, you're about 600 quid out. I'm not. Then we've got the four, count them, one, two, three, four needless animals. No, that's including the needless animals. Children, we all know that no animals are needless. The Williamses were merely jostling with one another and will buy you all a cuddly toy. Perhaps. 
So, uh, can I just say I'm having a wonderful time with you doing these podcasties. I'm having a wonderful time doing podcasties with you. They're so much fun. Podcasties with my Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about decorations in this episode, mm -hmm. and I wondered how we were going to get half an hour out of it. But luckily, but then we came through, didn't mm -hmm. we? We did, didn't we? We came through with the uh, with t tinsel, tinsel victorious in our hands. Tinsel bants. Tinsel bants. That's what I'm going to call you. I'm going to call all you all the way over bants. Christmas. Tinsel bants. Here she is on her toes. Tinsel bants. <laughs> uh, and next week, what are we talking about? I think we're talking about Christmas presents. Ah. Mm. Okay, that'll be exciting. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll get my thinking cap on. Get your thinking cap on. As for now, let's go and have some food. Okay. I love you very, very much. I love you very, very much. Yeah. yeah. Merry pre-Christmas. Merry pre-Christmas, boozy boo. So it's farewell for another week from Robbie and Tinsel Bants. Off to raid the chocolate box yet again. <laughs> Next time, all this is in store. Would you guys want like homework for Christmas? Oh no. Home how about some math? How about homework? math? Oh no, I'm only dead if you do that. Okay. <laughs> how about some French homework? Do you want I'll French fight homework? For I'll be dead. <laughs> You'll fight, You'll for, fight for, for freedom. freedom. <laughs> oh, wow. As we spend more quality time at home with the Williamsers. This show was produced with Fourth Floor Creative and Sony Music.